Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. I am Juan, or my name is Juan. I don't know, whichever one sounds better. And I will be your pilot for the next 30 minutes or so. Um, first and foremost, guys, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to um, listen to me talk and just vent on certain uh, topics. Uh, the goal of this podcast is to hopefully inspire, motivate, teach, or just show a different viewpoint um, on topics that are surround us every day, um, topics such as uh, mental health, mental illness, sports, politics, business, um, culture, you name it. And my goal eventually is to bring guests on so we're, we could just kind of um, talk and just exchange viewpoints and maybe, you know, they might call me out on some stuff, I might call them out on some stuff, but in the end, it's all love and we're just all trying to learn and be better. Um, so for this podcast, though, I want to give you guys a quick insight of um, what I've been through, um, who I am a little bit, and uh, the things, um, like I said, what I've been through. Uh, with mental illness, mental health, just to give you guys a little quick background, um, just to show people out there that they're not alone, and there are people just like them going through this, even when um, from the outside, it might not look like that way. So without, uh, I guess, further ado, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy. Let's get started. All right. So let's get to the meat of the bones. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Anyway, so like I said, the goal of this podcast is just to give people an insight or a different viewpoint. And my viewpoint for today is the viewpoint of someone going through mental illness. And that is me. I am actually going through the thick of it, and I have been for 13 years. I'm 26, so it started when I was around 13. Yeah, 13. No, yeah, exactly, 13. Um, once again, this is hopefully to re- this hopefully to reach out to someone who is going through something like this to make them feel like they're they're not alone, um, inspire them and hopefully inspire them, but in no way um, is this form for me to get a pity party. I've been doing that for too long. And uh, with this podcast, hopefully, um, I'm putting my or I'm taking accountability. I'm hoping for the people who are going through similar struggles that when you hear this, you're taking accountability as well and taking control of your life or taking back your life. And so, I've been dealing with um, some sort of mental illness for the past. 13 years, 
um, depression that comes with lows, suicidal thoughts, and constant, 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 constant rainy days. Even when it's nice and sunny outside and all the kids are playing or it's so nice out and everyone's going to the bars, going downtown, and I myself just wanted to, I don't know, not <laughs> care and not even give a fuck about how nice it is. So I also have uh, been diagnosed for in- with an anxiety, um, general anxiety, obsessive thoughts, social anxiety, which, uh, ooh, man, that is, uh, all of the, all of those things I just said, that, that's, that's a full plate, and I'm just, like, thinking about it now, just, like, how long it's been affecting me, it's kind of, it's kind of upsetting how, how long I let it go, but I'm taking accountability, and I'm taking my life back, and that's the goal here. So, biggest motivation behind this is I've um, I had a very rough 2020, and I'm sure many others have had rougher, or just as rough, or maybe not as rough, but still rough uh, past years. And for those who came out of 2020 uh, thriving, and you know 2020 was a great year for them, kudos to you guys. You guys keep on marching, keep on going. Um, I hope 2021 treats you just as well. But, you know, for me personally, 2020 was a rough year. Um, I lost a relationship that meant a lot to me. Um, it still means a lot to me. Um, but for what, for, for good reasons, it just had to end. Um. And it's it, it took something like that to for me to really just kind of bounce back and or not bounce back because I'm still trying to bounce back, but for me to just take uh, a good look at myself in the mirror and say enough is enough. I don't want this to happen any more relationships in the future, and if there's any possible chance of um, starting brand new with this person, then you know. Um, I'm not going to let it happen again, um, but I just hope, you know, the man upstairs, if he allows it to happen again, then good. If not, well, I don't, I don't wish that person any ill will, and I support that person to the end, um, but anyway, going back to it is just, um, it took something like that. For me to really just kind of look in the mirror and say, it's just, it comes to the point where enough is enough. I'm done being the guy who always puts out negative and dark energy. The guy who's always tweeting upsetting stupid shit. The guy who's always wondering what's his life purpose and not living whatsoever. And if this sounds something like you, uh, no, you're not alone. And if this sounds like um, someone like you that were just, you're beginning to realize that, oh, snap, this is kind of where I'm heading. This is kind of where I'm heading. And uh, let me tell you from the start, or let me tell you right now, 
stop it. I know it's hard, but look yourself in the mirror and say, no, this is not the correct way to do this. Because I've let this mental illness affect my quality of life and the quality of my relationships for too long. Now, I'm not saying it affected me um, how to love people or how to... No, actually, I guess, yeah, you could say that it has. Um, but the biggest thing is it's just... There's only so much dark and negative energy that someone is willing to accept, whether it's whether your uh, your support system involves your brother, sister, cousins, mom, and dad. You know, it it takes a toll on them as well. So if you're listening to this and you have mental illness, just take that into account. That I know it's not your fault for what you're going through and for how you re or how you feel on certain topics because I know. I know, man, when life hits you, it hits us harder for whatever reason. But just do your best not to take the people around you for granted, not to completely blow up on them, not to burn those bridges. Because, to be honest, guys, if I'm being quite frank, no one owes you a damn thing in this life. No one. Maybe your mom, maybe your dad, maybe your sister, maybe your brother, but no one owes you a dime, no one owes you anything, and you don't owe anyone else anything either, you know, your best friend, your friends, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, they don't owe you anything. just how it is you know they have to put themselves first and you have to put yourself first but that doesn't mean that we have to live in a world where it's just a bunch of selfish people no that's not that's not what i'm trying to get at here what i'm trying to get at is there's only so much someone can take before it affects their own mental health and affects their mental illness now i'm not talking about days weeks months I'm talking about sometimes there's people who love you so much that would take it on for years. Years and years and years. If they could, they'd take it to their grave. But that's not fair to them. Because that's selfish of you. And I'm not here to say that it's your fault for how you feel. But I am saying that it is your fault, 100%, how you react. And it is 100% your fault if you do not get help. Me, myself, I didn't get help early enough. You know, I just, and even if I did get help, I didn't, I didn't utilize it or, you know, you think that you can get help just one time, right? And then you think that's enough. You think just by the medication, just by seeing a psychiatrist, just by seeing a therapist, just by doing all these healthy things, all these healthy channels, like, yeah, that's a good start. But when life smacks you, sometimes all of that, all of that goes out the window, right? And when all of that goes out the window, who who are you going to be? You know, are you going to be someone that always releases dark energy, always puts that out? Because 
No one wants to be around someone who does that. Everyone wants to be around great energy, positive energy. That's why the best people, the most successful people, have great energy around them. You know, you feel it. You feel it. You can feed off of it. No one wants to feed off of bad, dark, uh, depressed energy. And that's what happened with me. You know, it was once I lost um, someone, I I was like, who's next? You know, I thought to myself, who's next? Who's next? But I'm not blaming that person for what, you know, for taking control of her life. Good on her. No ill will here. So I'm talking to you from experience when you realize or when you're thinking to yourself, damn, am I really doing the most? Am I doing the best that I can? Am I doing everything that I can to make sure that I am getting the best help and that when things do go wrong, that you'll act accordingly? You know, and I'm not saying that um, people are bad and they're going to abandon you. No. What I'm saying is there are people out there who truly love you and you just have to see them as privileges and not take them for granted. For me, after 2020, I was like, I'm done letting my mom down. I'm done failing my mom. After all the praying that she's been doing for me and all uh, she's been doing for me, raising me since I was a little kid to be the best I can be. I'm done letting my father down after everything he's worked for. To give me the best life I am done letting my sister down My little sister down Who sees me as her idol And just wants the best for me I am done letting You know Whether it's present or future relationships down Even though they love me so much And just want the best for me I am done letting my friends down I am done Being the guy who always tweets Depressing shit Tweets depressing shit I'm sure people who follow me see it I'm done, and I hope you are too, and I hope you are too. I'm not saying that life is going to be rainbows and sunshines and that, you know, you won't ever feel down in your life again. That's impossible. That's going to happen. Life's going to smack you. It's going to kick you. It's going to beat the shit out of you. You know, you think you have life figured out, then the next day it smacks you. You know, I'm lucky to have my mom and dad. There are people out there who have lost their parents, who have lost their parents either at the middle age or lost their parents at a young age or lost their parents later in their life, in their adulthood. And for me to see people who have lost their parents at a young age or a middle age, whether it's, you know, I'm 26 and I see someone lost their their family member at 23, 24, 22, 21, whatever. And the ability every time I see them now and their strength to just go about the day. It's admirable. You know what I'm saying? And I think to myself, I have both of my parents. Why? You know, I should, you know, I should be grateful. 
and this isn't to take anyone's pain. This isn't getting into a uh, competition of pity parties. You know, I feel like we do that a lot where, you know, someone is going through a worse struggle than you are. And then there's someone who is just not going as a bigger struggle than you. But everyone, the three of you compete uh, and see who who wins the pity party contest. If you do that, knock it off. Knock it off. You know, this isn't a, this is, this life isn't about, you know, winning the pity party contest. You know, you, you just, it comes to the point where you have to be done letting your mental health control you when life smacks you the most. You know, it's it's exhausting not only for you, but it's exhausting for the people around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't think how many times where I've lost my composure. And it just affected everyone around me. You know, I'm taking these pauses because I myself am going through these, through all of it once again. And to really think about, wow, I really did that. I, I really did that. I was really that selfish where I affected this loved one. Like, really? After everything they, you know, they done for me? My mom, dad? Well, it was on their birthday. And we all go out to a restaurant and I'm in a bad mood because I can't control this. Am I really doing this right now? Did I really do that? You know, and once again, it's not your fault for how you feel, but it is how you fault, how you treat others when it's going on and how you react. It's just none of it's fair and it's selfish. You have to seek your help. You have to get it and you have to utilize it, especially those moments where life just goes horribly wrong. Horribly, horribly wrong. Just as the way I said that word is how horrible wrong. You know, some people might be listening to this and saying, ah, that won't ever happen to me. And kudos to you for having that strength and fortitude. Props to you. The people who are no longer depressed and no longer anxious and survived, or not survived, but beat their mental illness, good for you. Kudos for you. But I'm still going through it. And I'm not going to compare you to me. Because I have my own journey to walk through. I'm not asking for pity party, guys. What I'm asking for is for you to take accountability as well. For the people who have it. You know, you... I understand. I understand all of it. All of it. I've been depressed. I've been suicidal. I was hospitalized for suicidal. I dropped out of college because of my mental health. I've done bad stuff because I let my obsessive and my fears get the best of me. I've ruined relationships. I've ruined friendships. I've ruined all of it. I've ruined opportunities. Opportunities. Career opportunities. I've ruined school opportunities. School. Career. And I'm, this is all aspects of life. Friendships. 
you know, and you're thinking to yourself, well, you know, if someone really loves you, then they should stick through it no matter what. Well, true, but there's only so much that person can take. Mom, dad, or anything. I mean, my mom and dad, thankfully, have been through this, through the whole, through everything. So has my sister. Uh, I'm not saying I've done the worst things. But I'm not saying I've, you know, I haven't done anything. I'm not going to get into the details of those things, but just, um, or at least not right now. But just know that I've been through some stuff where I've been hospitalized, suicidal, I had a knife in my hand, everything. You know, and I was 15. And at the time, it was March, around this time, during this week, and it was around my mom's birthday. Rough shit. March has always treated me bad, and last March, not just because of quarantine, was one of the worst months and one of the worst times I've had. That whole year was just, oh my god, it's horrible. But I'm here to take accountability. And I hope you listening to this and think to yourself, thank god I'm not alone. And I'm also taking accountability. Because I don't want to do this. I don't want to wake up in the morning and say, well, let's just get through this. Let's just, you know, stay alive. Oh, well, if it's another Tuesday. Fuck. I gotta go to work. I think I'll go to the gym. But I really want to just do nothing. And I'm not telling you that I don't have episodes like this. I'm not telling you that I'm at the end of the rainbow with uh, Lucky the Leprechaun eating my Lucky Chimes and saying, yeah, I used to be like this. No, no sirree. I'm still going through all of it, thick of it, through the middle, thick of it. And I'm not saying that I have the healthiest habits of dealing with this. No, I'm just a human being who's made mistakes, who's hurt people, uh, that is just looking to step up. You know, before I used to say, you know, senior year was my peak year. And I meant that. You know, it was right after I had my suicide. And um, I was, you know, trending in the right direction. Had the girl of my dreams. You know, going to a nice school. Um, going out with my friends. You know, um, that was, oof, I was high life. Just like any other senior, right? You get to college. My anxiety, my depression smacked me right across the face and I had to drop out. And ever since then, if you talk to anyone around me, I would always say that is, uh, that 13 was the last time I really felt positive. That was the last time I felt my true potential. How sad is that where I let my depression and my anxiety just make me feel that low day in and day out. That's sad. That's horrible. And I hope no one ever has to go through something so horrible. And to make things worse, the reason why I stuck onto it so long is because I let it dictate who I am. I let it I let that constant failure dictate 
how I how I made my decisions. I would make selfish decisions, saying I deserve this, saying I did this, and w- and those decisions would harm people, and those decisions would <laughs> would just oh my god, guys, I'm I can't even keep myself together right now. How angry I am! But just know those. I would just let it build and build and build and build until it just all smacked me right across the face. Until it finally smacked me across the face. I take that pause for effect because I'm thinking about it as we speak. It's tough, man. I wanted to be a doctor, but I can't. I, I couldn't be a doctor. Financial situations, um, discouragement. Um, didn't trust myself, you know. And I mean, I'm not saying that you know that's the only reason why I feel low, but I'm just telling you what I was thinking at the time, um, and then how it just snowballed a huge snowball effect from there you know it's just you know you start comparing yourself to others who have it I'm not saying perfect but from the outside it looked all perfect people who went to college did their four years got out are 26 getting married uh, or are married having children nice house nice job nice everything and then you know I look at myself and I'm like I did. I have done everything wrong, and I it, it all started by giving so much control of something I did when I was eighteen. When I was eighteen, it took me seven years to finish my degree. And to be honest, when I finished, I wasn't happy. I looked at my degree and I said, (laughs) all this for what? For seven years of constantly hating myself. For seven years of constantly blaming everyone except me. Or even, no, overanalyzing every every detail down to the T. And I look at it and I'm like, seven years... And I'm not saying the degree or the journey has taught me anything. That would be naive to say. But I will say is that I looked at it and I said, I could have done this so differently. I could have done so much. But that's in the past now. You know, I'm just telling you how I felt that day when I finally got my degree. I looked at it and, you know, I looked to my left and I looked to my right and that person that used to be there wasn't there anymore. Or I look at my mom and my dad and they're crying. And I look at my sister and they're crying. I look at my family and they're crying. And instead of feeling joyous, instead of feeling anything, if anything, instead of feeling joyous and happiness, I felt defeat. Because I let... I let my constant failure ride through those 
seven years. But don't get me wrong, I was happy it was finally done and I was done with that chapter. You know? But I was upset at how much I let it dictate. You know, how much I thought to myself, I can't, during those seven years, during those eight years where I was thinking to myself, ah, I can't find my purpose. I can't find my purpose. What's my purpose? What's my major? What's my major? What's my future? What's my future? What's my future? And I let those seven years pass by without actually living those seven years. And that affected me and that affected the people around me. It's one thing that it affected me, but it's one thing that affected the people around me. That's what hurt the most, is the people around me. And that's just, that's just not, not fair. And I hope you won't ever let your mental health or your mental illness get that intense where you let one mistake take over and snowball and that was my fault for not properly using and utilizing my support system and getting the right help and for getting down on myself because that's one thing you know if you know me if you've been around me for a long time I get down on myself and I overanalyze every single flaw that I've had you know ever since I was 13 you know, getting cut from the basketball team and saying, ah, fuck this, I hate myself, I can't do anything right. You know, to um, high school, to college where you can't figure out your major and you feel like you have no purpose and you figure out you have no life and you see all these people moving on with their lives, getting internships, um, getting married, babies, houses, all this stuff. And for me, I compared myself for too long, and I'm done letting that happen. But I am telling you that I let it get to me, and it snowballed, and I made mistakes over and over and over. So I'm done, you know. I'm done trying to figure out what my purpose is. I'm done trying to figure out my skill set. You know, I'm done. Or I, I shouldn't say I'm done, but I, I'm done putting such emphasis on my life like that. I'm done letting all my mistakes, and this was the worst part. Uh, I would make that, I, I dropped out, right? And I would make a mistake, egregious mistake. And then now instead of the weight of one mistake, I have the weight of two large mistakes. I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty because... For the people who know me, they know exactly what I'm talking about. And then I made another mistake. And I let that hold me down. And then I made another one. And then I made another one. Instead of having amnesia and just letting things go. And saying, you know what? Today is a better day. I'm going to keep on going. And there's a lot of people out there who have that pent-up aggression. Who say there's a con- they're a constant failure and they can't do anything right. And they probably have probably have way better control than I have. And I'm telling you, you know what? Just do your best to let it go, man. Today's a better day. Tomorrow's a better day. It sucks. It really does. 
with people who have mental illnesses. It's, it's just rough. It's rough. You know, and I hope, like I said before 20 million times, I hope when you hear this, hope you hear and you say, thank God I'm not alone and that today's a better day and I'm holding myself accountable. You know, I truly now realize that my goal here is to help people. And however I may help people, I don't care about the title. I mean, shit, I'll, I, I ain't going to lie to you. I, I will care about the money, though. I will care about the money. But as long as I'm helping people out, I think that's my purpose. As long as I don't, I don't know how that may manifest itself, whether it's uh, nurse, doctor, um, whether it's helping people find a new house in real estate, whether it's, you know, helping people with their taxes, whether it's helping people, I don't know, shit, you names, I don't, I don't really care. I'm just gonna do what I can, you know, and we'll just see where it goes. But I'm done letting my mental illness get the best of me. You know, I'm not saying there aren't going to be days where I'm so low or I'm depressed or I'm anxious. But I'm saying I'm not going to lose my composure and let it affect the people around me anymore. And I hope you are as well. Um, and one big thing that I can say that definitely has affected the people around me is my sho- my social anxiety. Um Every time someone would invite me to go out or invite me to go on trips, um, to go with their friends, or just me by myself going with my friends, or me going with my family, it would just be, and to the people who have realized this and who have seen this, I am apologizing, I am so sorry, but... I'll just I'll just tell you how basically it goes. You know, no matter what instance it is, like I said, friend invited me to a bar, party, get together, or significant other asking me to hang out with there with her friends, um, or me going out to hang out with my friends, or me going out with my family. It's me going out, thinking to myself, okay, I'm scared, but I got to do the best I can. And so I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to do this. You know, like a little prep talk, right? Or a little pep talk. Well, pep, prep, whatever you want to say. And I get there and this is all that goes through my head. silence and that's exactly how I act nothing and I am the worst at this I show all my emotions no filter whatsoever all raw emotions all out there as you probably know the people who follow me on Twitter Instagram or anything social media you see that I put everything out 100 percentile everything out And so every time I'd go out, 
I would have an angry looking face that I just did not want to be there. But it's not that I didn't want to be there. And it's not that I was angry that they invited me. And it's not that I was angry that, you know, we were doing something I didn't want to do. I was angry at myself. I was disappointed in myself. You know, if it was for a significant other, friend, mom, dad, sister, friend, or even just for me, I was upset because I couldn't do it for them and I couldn't do it for myself. I'd go, I'd go into the bathroom. I'd smack myself. I'd splash water and I'd say, come on, come on, man. Come on, please, 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 please. This means the world to them. If you're not going to do it for yourself, at least do it for them. Please, 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 please. Get yourself together. Have fun. Relax. And you go out there and then just nothing nothing and you show that face and you know people your friends people around you start to say why why are you even here you know if you didn't want to be here then why did you even come or you disappoint that person that invited you that brought you along thinking you know you were going to do a favor for them or you were just going to have fun and you just look like a jackass now and regardless if you think that's your fault, or regardless if you did it on purpose, I didn't do it on purpose, let me just say that. But regardless, that does not justify how I acted, and that does not justify um, killing the vibe. That is not fair to anyone. Not fair to me, not fair to the people around me. That's not fair, that's selfish. Whether you think it, whether if this is happening to you, or whether I'm the only one out here, which I doubt, because I know there's other people who has happened to this, but it's selfish, man. It's selfish, and I'm apologizing to the people out there, and I'm apologizing to the people who always invited me to go out and do things, and I just, mm, I was too scared to do so. Not because I didn't want to do it, but just because I was scared on seeing how I'd react. You know? It's horrible. To be such a burden, to feel like you were such a burden on someone's life. And that's another thing that would cross my mind. And I know there's a lot of people who have crossed their mind where they, they just feel like such a burden. I know when I went to the hospital, I felt like such a burden. I mean, even still after that, I feel like such, I felt like such a burden. I'm trying not to say feel because I'm, you know, trying to work on it. You know, I've done a lot of mistakes and I'm, most of them weren't even my fault and I blamed it on myself. But I can 100% say that how I reacted in those so social anxiety events or those events where, you know, drew social anxiety, how I reacted was just horrible. It's that I didn't want to to be there, you know, the people who brought me there, who I was with at the time, tell me, come on, please, you know, do it for me, you know, just come on, L loosen up, do your best, come on, please, please, and I would just disappoint them every time, and that hurts, and it's not that I didn't want to, it's just, to be quite honest, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to, and I was embarrassed, and I just wanted to get out of there, because I was embarrassed and disappointed in myself and I knew I was killing the vibe and I knew I didn't know how to re react. I knew 
I couldn't connect to anyone there besides the person I was with and I felt like a little lost puppy who couldn't just get himself out of it and I tried and I'm trying so hard to do it even now so I'm hoping you know someone who has something like this they hear this and they're like you know what that's been happening to me and I'm not gonna let that happen to me anymore and kudos kudos for you for getting the strength and you know saying to yourself that's enough enough is enough yeah, because this is, it's taxing, it's exhausting. You know, the anxiety is a roller coaster of high emotions all day. And then that night you just crash and you crash so hard. You just feel like nothing is worth anything. You just feel like nothing is worth, nothing is worth it. And then you start thinking to yourself that you're not worth it. That's not true. That's just the illness talking. You know, it's always too early to give up. I'm telling you, please. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to get through this. No matter what you're going through. You know. No matter who you lost. No matter what relationship you lost, no matter what friendship you lost, no matter what you did wrong, show that person, or show yourself most importantly, that you are not that person anymore. That you are not going to let this mental illness take the best of you. That you are not going to be a victim, even though you were, even though... There's another common there's another common theme here. You act like you're the victim when you're the one who did the action. That needs to stop. Take control. Take control. And it starts with me taking control. And hopefully you do as well. You know, I hope in these next upcoming podcasts, um, that we can figure we can figure something out and grow together and see really what our true potential is here and see really where we can go from here you know you're going to look yourself in the mirror tomorrow morning tomorrow monday morning and you're going to say i have yet to reach my potential i have yet to reach my peak and i'm not going to let mental illness take complete control of me because I'm not going to lie to you there are going to be days where it does take control of you there are going to be days where you're going to feel like shit there are going to be days where you feel anxious all day there's going to be days where you feel depressed all day but you have to learn to bounce back up be Buster Douglas be Buster Douglas do your best to get up do your best to fight do your best do your best to seek help do your best to put it to put in the work. Come on, we're all counting on you, man. You know, people rely on you. People rely on me. I rely on myself. And I gotta do the best I can to fight for it. And I hope you do as well. And I hope these podcasts help you out and figure 
that out for yourself. Thank you guys so much for your time. Uh, hopefully I didn't yap too much. Uh, have a great day. Have a great week. Uh, stay safe, my amigos.